This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. I'm a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. <laughs> and one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast. Welcome to a new episode. Welcome to a new week. Let's start this off on a good foot. We had a crazy weekend in LA. Hurricane Hillary was coming towards California. We were told to prepare. It turned out to just, at least in my neighborhood, just be a bit of rain. I was prepping for horrendous winds and a torrential downpour. So when I found out it was just rain and it was a Sunday, I had some extra time and so I went rock climbing. Ended up recording a vlog of my climbing that I posted on TikTok and while I was recording the vlog, I get an earthquake alert on my phone. I wasn't able to feel it. I was in Hollywood at the time. It was much worse in the valley. I believe it was in Topanga. (laughs) So during the hurricane day, we also experienced an earthquake. It's been quite a time. So I hope everyone's okay. Wishing everybody well. And let's get started with what's been going on with me and check in with you guys and see what's up. I had a really good week last week. In my life, happiness walks on busy feet, and I had such a busy week. In the normal routine, I begin the week driving to the podcast studio and I record an episode, so that was typical. However, I had vlog footage from a recent trip to the Hamptons that I went ahead and edited and posted that on YouTube, so there's a vlog up. And then I was feeling so inspired that I wanted to create another video. I really am liking it right now. I began my internet journey on YouTube. It's always going to have a soft spot. 
but I took about three months off. I think I posted one video in three months and I posted a total of maybe eight videos this year, which is the least amount of content I've posted in probably the last decade, I'm not kidding. And posting a vlog lit that fire back up and I started recording another video the very next day and that just went up. I just made it public when I arrived at the studio. So now there is a weird series episode, which if you are not familiar, it's one of my longer series that it's run on my channel and weird is an acronym. It stands for what I've been wearing, eating, impressed by, reading, downloading, doing, and I had a lot of fun filming it. I changed up locations. Of course, I talked about the one meal I can't stop eating at the moment, so that's in there. And then I have touched on here how much I'm really enjoying rock climbing at the moment. So I went ahead and I took my vlog camera to the climbing gym and I was so shy, I tried, but it got me out of my shell a little bit back into filming in public. And as I mentioned earlier in the intro, yesterday I was climbing and I made a vlog for TikTok on that. And that I really enjoyed. It took me about an hour and a half to edit that vlog, which it's not a very involved vlog, but I'm just not familiar, I suppose, with TikTok editing. It was fun though. I really enjoyed it. I liked a new challenge. So there was a lot of content that I was creating this week. And then on top of that, I was able to guest star on not one, but two podcasts. Neither is out yet. I will certainly tell you when they are out, but it's Making Moves with TK and Thoughts May Vary with Gabby and Meadow. Update, my episode with TK is now up. So look up Making Moves and you'll see an episode with me as well as Emily, June, and Drew Mack. I thoroughly enjoyed both. TK's episode was really fun. I was with two of my best friends. It's really silly. We're answering trivia, talking about old memories in LA, what we're up to now. And then on Thoughts May Vary, I discuss grief, I discuss what I'm currently unpacking, communication, being in therapy. It's it's um not as lighthearted, but equally as entertaining and valuable. And actually, Meadow, one of the hosts of the podcast, her and I began our relationship because she's lost her dad and she reached out to me when I lost my mom. Just a cold call voice message on Instagram, walking me through the steps. I think it was the first weekend after losing my mom and she really left such a strong impact on me. So we're working on a grief guide. It will be something that uh, I'm, I'm really excited for. It's something that I've been wanting to do for quite some time now, but knowing how deeply personal it is to me. I was afraid that it might be too overwhelming. However, Gabby and Meadow are both incredibly skilled writers and editors. So we're all working on it together. And I'm A, excited to get this out and not even just excited to get it out. I'm really excited to work on the project. And we've had two meetings about it so far. I'm probably revealing more than I should. I feel like most content creators on the internet are like, secret projects are in the work and I'm about to tell you that I had a merch meeting last week and that's in the works but I'm just gonna keep you updated on the process I mean if I remember working on something like super top secret sure I won't I'm not gonna say that but these aren't necessarily secrets I want you to be involved and I want you to be looking forward to them like if you're one of the people that's requested updated merch I want to let you know I haven't forgotten about you 
And if you're someone who has come to me and listened to my content because you too are grieving, I want to let you know that I'm working on something tangible that you can have to help move through space during such a difficult time. But I'm I'm excited for this. I I love that. I had a meeting with a graphic designer working on merch. We're going to have a little collection. And then as I just said, I spoke with a graphic designer on creating a merch collection. So it's very early days, but taking steps forward in regards to that. I designed tattoos and that's back up. In the least braggadocious way, I have incredible handwriting. I learned it in private school. I, you know, it paid off somehow. I have great print, I have great cursive, I have great Danelian, and I've always been asked to write things for people, whether it's school projects, can you make the poster for us? Can you write this down for me? Can you write this birthday card? Can you write this thank you card? Can I have your handwriting as a tattoo? And so I have my own handwriting on my body, I have my own handwriting on one of my best friend's bodies, and then it came out where I was writing it for you guys as well, which was fun. So if you are interested in inquiring about a tattoo design, there's a way on how to book. I have my pricing and what you get all as a highlight on my Instagram. My handle is L-E-X-I-E. And then my last announcement is a soft launch. I'm only letting the podcast know this right now. A few months ago, I discussed how I would love to have a landing page for all of my favorite brands and call it Lexi's house. And that is officially a site. I want to continue adding more brands. It's not a hard launch. I'm only letting you guys know, but I will include a link to Lexi's house below and you can check it out. I have some of my favorite candles and my favorite water bottle and matcha and pottery and spicy honey, hot honey, (laughs) bath mats, dry brush, dryer balls, beach towels, like things that I have. Think Amazon storefront if it was for small businesses and a lot chicer looking. That's what I'm working on. So for example, I'm in the works with one of my favorite jewelry designers right now. I want to get her on it. Uh, But you can take a peek and feel free to shop. The goal would be If you saw in my vlogs that I'm always using this one mug or when I'm making food, it's always in this bowl. Or if you've seen me at the beach and you want to know my towel, little things like that, you can just go there and you're like, ah, that's what brand it is. Oh, that's where. And then you can place one order with all these different stores instead of having to remember all these different brands and all these different websites. So give her a little look. I've also done some fun things this week. I've had some good dinners went to the beach. I didn't actually go onto the sand. I just went to the west side and like watched the sunset. I also went to another show this week. You guys have to listen to Lily Lane. I absolutely love Devil. Running Back to You. Best Thing. Nothing But Trouble. Bad. Oh, I love the song Bad. Usually a baddie, but today I'm just bad. <laughs> I'm not a singer. Like, she's so good. Definitely go listen to Lily Lane. She has an incredible voice. So I saw her perform this weekend. And uh, I went with one of my best friends. And we were just dancing and listening to her. It was great. 
Her music is pop and soulful. She has such a good voice. Oh my God. Watching Lily on stage is just one of my favorite things. She truly has such a good stage presence and is such a fantastic musician. So I adore her and she's one of my dear friends. Definitely listen. And then went rock climbing. And in my rock climbing vlog that I posted on TikTok, I completed, this is a personal feat that I wanna share with you, I completed not one, but two of the climbs that I've been trying to, and I did. And the gratification of working on something and not getting it right, one was for about a week, and the other was for about three or four weeks. And finally doing it is so gratifying. Rock climbing has taught me so much, such a positive impact on my life for such a multitude of reasons and I've been climbing for about two months now so I'm very much a beginner and I began because I love a physical activity and it seemed fun and I used to love rock climbing as a kid so I was happy to go and then I realized that it's a mental challenge as well which I love a mental challenge where you're physically challenging yourself and then it's almost like you're solving a physical puzzle and it's a very positive source of both instant gratification and delayed gratification instant when you try a climb and you nail it on the first try so great or even if you just nail it in general and then delayed if you don't get it and you have to sit back and rethink it and try it time and time again when you actually give yourself the patience and work on something and accomplish the goal in time it's also just such a good feeling so this is not science. This is my own personal hypothesis. There's very few healthy forms of instant gratification, and this is one of them. Another one that I bring up sometimes is cleaning. Such a healthy form of instant gratification. When you avoid doing the dishes for hours, maybe days, and it takes you three minutes, instant gratification. Wiping a countertop maybe takes 15 seconds. Especially if you live in a New York apartment, it's going to take you like five seconds because there's not much countertop space. Healthy instant gratification. I'm always racking my brain. That's a conversation I have with myself in my own personal time is trying to figure out healthy forms of instant gratification. That's such an interesting question. What are the conversations, the reoccurring conversations that you have when you're alone? I can't think of any others that are coming up. But that's a fun question to consider and like maybe I will ask other people. Also, have I given a thank you to one of you that asked me who would be in my road trip car? I have really run with that question. Let me tell you. One Q&A, maybe like three or four episodes ago, someone had asked me in the Q&A portion of the episode, if you were to take a road trip with four people that are alive, who would it be? And now I am asking that question left and right. I introduce the question as, you are driving up the coast. It's eight hours. You're in a five-seat sedan. Who's riding with you? You can pick anyone. And where are they sitting? And when people are selecting who they want, it's like, oh, well, like, LeBron James will be there. I'm like, well, you already have someone sitting shotgun. That's not going to work. He's tall. All right, great, true. Let's put him in the front, and then we'll put... Reese Witherspoon in the middle. She's small, <laughs> you know? Um, someone else said Chelsea Handler, Larry David, Obama. Uh, who are other ones? 
Some people had personal friends. Like, I threw Emily in the backseat when I was coming up with my answer. It's a good question. And it's a question where you can continuously reevaluate who you want to take the road trip up with. But it's great because it's not just who do I want to get to know. It's like who can hang in a very uncomfortable space for a long period of time. Because we can't have someone high maintenance unless we're all high maintenance and we're willing to do that. And I think there's an added layer of uh, complication when you say you're in a five-seat sedan. Like you're in a small car, okay? Because if you're putting celebrities in here, you think that they're going to want to take your tiny little Honda Accord? Can they handle that? I don't know. Such a good question. Speaking of questions, I feel like I've had a good little catch-up. Nothing too serious to write home about. I am about to go on a trip. I will be visiting one of my best friends in Paris, and then two of my best friends and I are going to Italy after. We're going to go to Positano, and then if I have to fly back from Italy to LA, and I'm going to have to pass over the East Coast knowing that I have to be in Virginia anyway, I may as well stop in New York. So I will be flying from Italy to New York, and then taking the bus down (laughs) Tatiana. I'll be busing down... (laughs) I can't say that sentence or that phrase. I will be taking a bus south to Virginia and then flying back to Los Angeles. This is going to be a lot of locations in a short amount of time, but I'm up for the challenge. I think a fast-paced end-of-summer trip right before the new year starts. It's not a new year. It's the Jewish New Year. It's the new school year. Uh, September, in my head, is a fresh start, and I think that this is a good way to finish off a gorgeous summer that I've had. Now, without further ado, let's get into your questions. I ask every week on Instagram. I have not taken a peek yet. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. In this case, I haven't, so it'll be a surprise for everybody. Let's get into it, but first, a word from today's sponsors. You ever wanna tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics. And Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can you can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. 
It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. Kyra wants to know, how do you make yourself feel more present? I didn't realize until recently how much of my distraction comes from having my hands busy, whether that's holding my phone, eating, um, I don't vape, but, you know, smoking. But when my hands are fully engaged with something that my entire body has to be engaged for, I actually think this is why a lot of people love extreme sports because it's such a massive way of being present, like, to be such a dramatic example, but skydiving you can't be anything but present, you know? Skateboarding, going down a ramp. Can you be anywhere else? Not that I've ever done that, but I can imagine. I haven't taken a cold plunge in a while, but I really liked that because, once again, incredibly present. But in smaller situations, like let's say I was in class and I found myself daydreaming, to get back in focus, I would probably just put my hands together, take a deep breath, and then look around and just observe my surroundings briefly and get back into the moment because throughout this life I've always been a little bit of a daydreamer. I can entertain myself for days in my head. My head is one of my favorite places to be which (laughs) pat on the back that's so healthy Um, but to the point where I'm like I'm having more fun in my head than I am in reality so let's get back to it. It's such a big question that if I was asked this question every single week, I would probably have a different answer. Lowry is asking for my fall 23 fashion faves. Oh my god, I have no idea. But I will say, as quote-unquote ugly as it is, I am into the crazy mismatch maximalism downtown New York style. I know there's a TikTok trending where it's like, put on a pair of bottoms and then find an opposite vibe pair of shoes and top and put those on so you have a girl in a long blouse and heels but she's wearing basketball shorts and then it's adding as many accessories as possible and then layering something over top I know it's nuts and I'll probably look back and be like that was that wasn't the most classy thing but there's something fun about it there's something fun because it brings up that childlike energy that that element of playing dress up Because, of course, wearing something timeless and chic will never go out of style. But I love that we're having a moment in time where completely nonsense outfits are fashionable. And my inner child is having so much fun with that. I love wearing sneakers with dresses and then putting a blouse over top of my dress and then wearing every accessory that I own there. That's fun. So... That's a fashion fave that I'm enjoying because it is a trend and it will go out. But while it's here, I'm I'm happy about it. Franklin, how to reset when you're overwhelmed. I always start by making my bed. I start by picking up any dirty clothes, hanging them up in the closet or putting them in the hamper. I make sure the dishes are washed. I see if I have any food in the fridge, anything I can make for myself. If not, then I'll go grocery shopping. I'll take a really nice shower, you know, exfoliate, shave, hair mask, whatever, something a little extra. And I'll do my proper skincare routine, 
brush my teeth, put in my retainers, put on a fresh pair of pajamas because oftentimes I'll wear like the same pajama set all week or maybe like two a week and set myself up for success for a fantastic next day. Oh, and overwhelmed. I also, before bed, I'll be lying in bed, open up my notebook and write down every single thing that I have to do on one page and then on the next page, figure out out of all those things, what are urgent, what are going to take a long time and break it down step by step into what I can do tomorrow. And I also love adding things into my Google Calendar. Lindsay wants to know, how are you feeling about the season transition? I hate that summer is ending. I also hate that the sun is setting a little sooner every single night. That drives me nuts. I want to escape. This is another conversation I have in my head often when I'm alone is what am I going to do when it starts getting dark early? Do I take off and I spend a month somewhere else, two months somewhere else? The holidays are a hard enough time for me. I, I want to run away. I want to run away. Catch me gone midway through December. Catch me leaving beginning mid-November, coming back right before New Year's. I want to disappear. Do I go to... Whoa. Oh, I was going to say, do I, do I go to Hawaii? And poor Maui. Oh, poor Maui. Um, let's see if her GoFundMe has reached. I donated to... The GoFundMe that I donated to was um, someone who personally had lost their house and she had been living in the house that her parents lived in and her grandparents lived in and she was raising her children in that house. This is Ohana who lost everything in the Maui wildfire. Okay, she's 4,000 away from her goal. I'll include this GoFundMe link if you want down below. Of course, there's foundations that are helping people, but I think that there's something also really powerful about just helping the individuals. So I will include a link for that. God, what an absolute, oh, I can't, I can't even begin to really sit and think about how traumatic and tragic and horrendous and frightening and deeply, deeply painful it must have been to be in Maui affected by these fires. And oh, when they talk about all of like the dead bodies floating in the water, oh, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. God, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, what do I do? Run away to Hawaii? Forgetting, briefly, what's happening there right now. But my concept was I think Hawaii is one of the places that doesn't follow daylight savings. Let's have a Google search. Most African and Asian nations skip daylight savings. India and China don't enforce it, for example. Brazil and Egypt don't. Oh, apparently Arizona doesn't. I don't know anything about Arizona. One of my best friends lived there for a few years. Um, <laughs> I want to run away. I want to run away because I'm a summer girl and I love the warmth and I love the night and I love when it's a little sunny at night. I love a long night. Oh, a long summer night. Come on. But I know everybody's different and some people love the fall. I'm not looking forward to it. I would love to spend the fall on the East Coast because... Southern California doesn't really have the changing of the leaves that we so love to associate with that time of year. I'll figure it out. And maybe I won't. And maybe I'll just be here bitching. <laughs> but we'll see. Olivia wants tips for those of us going back to college. Google Calendar. Google Calendar. Add all of the events as soon as you get your syllabus. If you know that there's going to be dates that projects are due, that midterms are happening on, finals, immediately create a color for every class, find the cutest color to make it fun to look at, 
and add those all in immediately. Have your due dates and then any weekend that you're planning on going home, any date that you need to know whether it's a friend's birthday or a family member's birthday or a vacation that you'll be taking, add in all the time that's gone in the Google Calendar and just have it all laid out. So when someone's asking like, oh, can you get dinner? You can politely look at your calendar and say, I can't. I have I have two projects due this week and I can't go out until I finish them and honor that. Also, I would say try to take curiosity within your classes. I know we all get to a point within school where we're not doing it for the purpose of pure, innocent curiosity and the love of learning. Sometimes we're doing it just to get through it and to get the grade, but I challenge you while sitting in class to take a moment to be like, oh, this is kind of interesting that I'm learning this. Take interest in what these topics are for maybe your less quote-unquote interesting classes and make it as enjoyable as you can for yourself. I mean, school in itself is stressful, so let's try to alleviate any added stress that we put on ourselves by organizing and making it fun for ourselves. Frolic some fairy asked, how did it feel after posting your first YouTube video in comparison to now? Oh, interesting question. I thought it was just going to say, how did it feel to post your first YouTube video after a while? Um, I wish I could give you a little sentimental answer, but I'm sure my first YouTube video, the process of posting it was probably very confusing. I was still learning how to use the site, and now I know YouTube like the back of my hand. I say, and then there's also so many elements about YouTube that I know nothing about. However, I have a very similar relationship to it now that I had when I first began, where I'm not stressed about it. There was a period of time in the middle, several years ago, where SEO, these searchable terms and tags and description box and title words that were really important, and I was like, that's not my brain. I don't think that way. I've always had a hard time Googling for what I want because I know that my head's not working in the way that most people's heads are working. I often have to rephrase my Google search three times to figure out what I'm looking for and see how other people are talking about it because I'm just thinking of it backwards or upside down, it feels like sometimes. So it's never been a strong suit for me on YouTube, and that was stressful. But realistically, it's just a lot simpler. And I love the feeling of when a video just goes up. Let's check how this one's doing. No, that's not fair to you guys because you won't be able to see. But you should go watch it. Some of you love that series. I saw someone doing it on TikTok as well. They had like a weekly report and I was getting tagged in it. Like Lexi did this first. Report though, I would say is like a better idea. Like she just rephrased it, reading and eating and other things. Like, the weekly report is a cuter way to phrase it. Like, she took what I did and ran with it and did it better. So, I respect that. And then I have been toying with the concept of how can I make another episode of what high schoolers are actually wearing because because that concept performed so well and it was so nice to film. It was just a nightmare to edit. Now, I think I would just hire someone to help edit it or have someone help me film it. And I think it'd be a ton more fun. Oh, I'm... Okay, I lied. I did pull up the the video that I posted and I'm looking through the comments and someone said one of your other best outputs is editing and video documentation oh maybe I read that wrong I was thinking that she was saying that this is one of my best edited videos I had a lot of fun with the editing on this one I'm having a lot of fun with editing right now just because I haven't been making videos 
And that's another thing I know, like the back of my hand, Final Cut Pro, and it's been so fun. Daisy wants to know social media tips. This is very much do as I say, not as I do. I would have series that people can come back to, whether it's on TikTok or a theme. It doesn't necessarily need to be a niche, but something that is bingeable. You can have a ton of varieties and interests. So we could take my weird series, for example. I could transfer that over to TikTok and have one of those go up daily, weekly, monthly. TikTok moves so fast, but on a regular basis. And then I could have a running series and have them separated into different playlists. And then people can go to you for certain things that they can expect updated versions of, which I think will help you grow because it's bringing people back. E. Gibbsby asked, do you have any siblings and how did that affect you? No, I'm an only child and I always wanted siblings. My mom was a type 1 diabetic with failing kidneys and a failing pancreas and was told do not have children. She's like, but I want a baby girl. Got pregnant with a baby girl. Baby girl was born perfectly healthy, me, and had I had no idea that <laughs> this was all happening because I was a child. So I was like, I want a sibling. My mom it probably broke her little heart. Um, so I think it impacted me in positive ways. Uh, my parents uh, were both math teachers. They were both school teachers in the public school system. So salaries, everybody knows a teacher's salary is not very high. And I think I probably received a lot more opportunity because my parents were not splitting their earnings amongst more than one child. So I was able to go to summer camp and I was able to play sports, which may not have been the case if I had one, two, three siblings. And I was able to get a laptop and a camera for Christmas when I was growing up. And I, I think it ended up giving me a, a lot more tools and and I think those opportunities I'm really grateful for. And I was also able to bring friends along to many, many different occasions um, as surrogate siblings. And I think it's made me create really close friendships that maybe I wouldn't had I not had siblings. So even though I would love to be an older sister to someone or be a younger sister to someone, I don't mind that I was the firstborn and the only. It worked out. Someone asked, are you going to change the pick for the podcast? Who is this? Yasmin. I just love the image for the podcast art. I would change the font of Lexi before I changed that photo. I had an image of me in a gold bracelet eating a peach, and it was great. I also had... I've, I've tried four or five images over the past year to see if it can replace the one that I currently have, but my hands in the ocean, I love it. I love it. And so many times I've gotten advice from agencies saying, put your face on it. No, sorry. I'm a snob and I think this photo deserves to be in a museum. Oh, this is a fun question. What TV shows marked your childhood and teenage years? childhood i grew up on arthur and dragon tales tweenhood sweet life of zach and cody was probably my favorite i randomly watched a lot of csi miami a ton of survivor and big brother how did i forget those i watched survivor every single week with my parents and big brother every summer with my parents i watched a good bit of degrassi but not 
religiously. I watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Full House, Gossip Girl. Interesting question. I wonder if I'm forgetting anything. That's a good question to ask people. Because I think when you ask, what are your favorite TV shows? That's a hard question to answer. But what TV shows marked your childhood or teenage years? Much easier to answer and much more interesting of an answer. Favorite is hard for people to come up with an answer for, but narrowing it or putting a target to it, I think makes it easier on people and you end up getting a more valuable answer. Definitely not AI asked, how would you make a uniform look better? I would get cute socks. I would go, I have these, I think I got them on Amazon, little mid-calf ruffle socks. I also have the ankle version and they're just a little scalloped ruffly at the top. And I'd wear loafers. I love a preppy look, honestly. I also would steam or iron my clothes so everything looked nice. Maybe some gold hoops, a couple rings, and I would do my hair. I only went to private school for half of elementary school, so I wasn't like needing for that personal self-expression the same way I would have if I was a teenager. But I would just make sure I looked crisp and clean and stylish in the best way that I could. I know you're looking for more, but cute socks is all I got for you right now. Jennifer, you wants to know my rock climbing goals. So in the gyms that I go to, the easiest climbs and the easiest levels are V0 and they go up to V12. The max that I normally even see around the gyms that are very complicated are like even a V7 seems really, really, really difficult. So I'm working on twos and threes right now. So my next challenge would be to complete a four. I've done one four, but I actually think it was mismarked, so I don't count it. And Maya wants to know favorite things to do before a workflow. I mean, I'm in a workflow right now. Let's see what I have around me. I have a laptop that's plugged in and charging. I have my notebook with an outline of this episode and a pen ready to go if I have a second note. I have a water and a latte, and a croissant in front of me. So anything that I would need is in an arm's reach. I also have a cleared space, and I have the lighting how I want it. But I think it's just covering all the bases that would keep me from getting up that are what I need to gather before having my work sesh. So if you're about to have a work sesh, get that going, and I will leave you to it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you love this episode. If you do, give it five stars on the podcast app. If you want to see my rock climbing vlog, it's on TikTok. If you want to see my longer vlog or my weird video, it's on YouTube. And if you want a tattoo from me, it's on Instagram. And keep an eye out for everything. And if you want to check out my shop, a lot of new announcements. So much to see, so much to hear. And thank you so much for being here. Take care. Enjoy your week. Talk to you soon. XOXO. Lexi. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.